Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. If you listened to the first episode, this is episode two. Oh my gosh, I've stuck with it for longer than one episode. <laughs> uh, today's episode, we're going to be talking about worry. Uh, when I asked my private Facebook group, which you are invited to, I will put the link in the notes, but when I asked them what's one thing they struggle with the most or you know, one of the top things, 90% of them answered worry. So we're going to be talking about it today, and I'm going to give you three tips or tricks. I don't know if they're tips or tricks, but three things that we can do when we go into worry. Okay, first I want to remind you that I really want to connect with you, so make sure that you find me on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. All three of them are under Christina Smith McCulley. You know, send me a friend request or send me a message. Let me know. You can also email me at Christina at Christina Smith com. I really want to hear your guys, your guys, is that a word? Um, I really want to hear your opinion. I want to hear your suggestions for what to talk about on the show. I just really want to connect with you. So make sure that you find me there and let me throw in this introduction and I will get back with y'all in just a sec. Woo-hoo! Well, hi y'all. Welcome to Closet Confessions with Christina's podcast, where we're going to talk about the hilarious, not so funny truths about the Christian walk. Some people are called to speak on stages, but the Lord has called me to share my heart from my closet. Hey, I'm Christina, mom of three, married to my high school sweetheart, multi-passionate entrepreneur who has struggled with insecurities, self-worth, depression, and all that fun stuff the world has to offer. But God, he continues to remind me he is not intimidated by my mess. And when I spend time with him, he reminds me who I am and whose I am. So if you're ready to laugh and you believe Chick-fil-A is the Lord's chicken, then come on into my closet so we can talk through this crazy life together. Okay, so again, welcome. Thank you guys for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Um, if nobody else in the world listens to this, I'm going to listen to it because it's like my therapy and I need all the spiritual therapy I can get. So let me just talk to myself, Christina. Christina, listen, listen. Whenever I think of the word worry, that song automatically, I'm not going to sing it for you, but the song automatically comes to my mind, His Eyes on the Sparrow. And, you know, she says in there, why do I worry? Why do I feel afraid? When his eyes on the sparrow, I know he's watching over me. You know, that comes straight from the Bible. Um, And sometimes it seems crazy, but it seems like it might be easier to trust Jesus with our eternal salvation than it is to trust him with our day-to-day things. And that's what worry is, pretty much, lack of trust. And that sounds really kind of rude, because I bet some of you guys are like, I trust him. And yes, I I do too. But that worry, especially, I mean, I know the number one thing that will rise up worrying me is when something's going on with my kids. I mean, that right there is the number one way of just getting me all up in my feelings and all stressed out. Um, and worry just tries to take over you know but we are to trust him with our everyday things too not just where we will spend eternity but you know how to how we pay the bills and if our kids are safe if our kids are healthy and all that other good stuff so I, I was thinking about that you know I mean 
the Bible says that about salvation, that that we can trust that if we call upon the name of the Lord, we will be saved. And it also says all over it not to worry, not to fear, to pray instead, to pray and, and to be thankful. I definitely have not mastered the skill, but I'm going to tell y'all, I used to be the biggest worry wart. Like, and really, what is worry? Worry is basically fear. I mean, that's that's what it is. Fear from what might happen when actually the things we worry about, 85% of them don't happen. But we still worry and we still, you know, I feel like I think I'm doing something if I worry. Like, if I don't worry, I feel like that's a sin. Isn't that crazy? Like, I guess that's just what the world has trained us to do. You better worry about it. You better think about it. You better figure it out. But that's that's taking on the fear of what might if happen, you know? And the fear, fear is from the enemy. Fear is the enemy's form of faith, twisted faith. It's kind of like the, I mean, I don't want to sound like, I don't want to make it sound like God's about money or currency. That's not what I'm fixing to explain here, but maybe maybe it'll make sense. But faith is God's form of currency and fear is the enemy's form of currency. It's kind of like payment, like what we fear feeds him. And that that's what worry does too. It just kind of, it feeds, it, I mean, it, it feeds my own worry, but it also kind of feeds the enemy into what he can kind of poke me with. You know, does that make any sense at all? Worry can physically make us sick, mentally, spiritually. I mean, how many times have you worried about something? It it never come to pass, but yet your stomach just hurt all day long worrying about it. You just felt sick to your stomach. And worry also stops you. It paralyzes you. Listen, I got to tell y'all a story real quick. Okay, so one time my husband was working at night, and I come home. I had the two little ones. I didn't have the third child yet, but I had the two little ones at home. And we used to keep um, a pack of Cokes. Some of y'all might call it Pop or something. I don't know. I'm from the South. We call everything Coke. But we kept a pack of Cokes beside the refrigerator. Didn't put them in there because I would drink a million of them if they were cold. So we kept them beside the refrigerator. I heard something in that pack of Cokes. And my mind convinced me it was a mouse. Like, that's all I could think about. There Now, do I have mice all around my house? No. But, I mean, I'm telling you. I live in the woods. I live in the country. We got farmland behind us. Mice could come in. But I was, oh my gosh. I remember standing in that kitchen and being like paralyzed by fear. Like I would not leave the kitchen. I was scared it was going to get away. I kept on hearing it in that pack of Coke. I know what to do. So I called a friend of mine and left a voice, well, answer machine. That's when we had an answer machine. Left a message on answer machine. I said, come down here. I need help. She called me back. She's like, what's going on? She said, I just got in from hunting. I said, well, bring your gun because I need help. So I told her, I said, there's a mouse in my house. I need you to come help me. I mean, here are two women just attacking this mouse, right? Mice, I mean, mouse. So she comes down there and um, she hears it. And I'm like, what do we do? And so she takes a a trash can and puts it below the box and like knocks the box in the trash can with the broom we run the trash can outside throw the box down i'm expecting this this mouse to run out at any time um it doesn't run out so she starts beating <laughs> now when i think back i'm like oh my gosh that poor squish mouse but she starts beating the box with the broom handle and we're waiting for the the mouse to come run out it didn't so she finally took the broom handle and tore the box open and a beetle fell out a beetle. A beetle. Yes. I'm telling y'all, 
when I tell you that I was paralyzed by fear before I knew that was a beetle, I, 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 I couldn't even leave my kitchen. I was just, I was just petrified. I mean, I was worried sick until she called me back. My stomach's hurting, it's twisting. I thought, how am I going to sleep here tonight? I mean, now, some of y'all probably already turned me off because you're like, okay, if she's scared of a mouse, how is she ever going to help me with anything? But, you know, whatever, there we go. But that's just how, that's just one little example of how fear lies, how fear lies, how fear can paralyze you. Um, Worry is, mm, you know, it actually is a sin. And I think sometimes when we say that, we automatically get kind of defensive because we think of sins as like the Ten Commandments, don't murder, don't steal, you know, don't don't commit adultery. We automatically think of that, but worry is actually a sin. And the way that I heard sin defined was so good, it helped me to understand really what essentially sin is. So this this was a in a um, book I read, and he the author said, sin is, um, it is doing anything apart from dependency on God. Isn't that good? Doing anything apart from dependency on God. So of course when I'm worrying, I'm not dependent on God. I'm not looking to him to give me the answers or the strength or the courage, am I? Another thing that he said was that sin always has an eye in the middle of it. Well, I thought that was good too. Sin always has an eye in the middle of it. So when I am trying to do things on my own without depending on help from Holy Spirit, I'm in sin. And a lot of people will get defensive on that also. Um, like, I don't just go around sinning. We are sinners. We are. But by the grace and mercy of God, we can be forgiven by Jesus Christ. Like, we were born sinners. Why? Because we were born apart from God. We were born apart from having a union with him. That's what Adam and Eve cut off. But that's what Jesus came to put back together. Jesus is the bridge. So whenever we are born, we are born apart from him. We are born sinners. I think sometimes I know I think, well, it's not that big of a sin. So, so from what I understand from the Bible, any sin is, a, is keeps us out of a holy, um, keeps us God is so holy that any little thing keeps us separated from him. But, but, thank God for Jesus, that he came so that we don't have to be separated from him. Okay, I'm probably getting off topic. Maybe you're thinking right now, oh, so you're telling me never to worry? You're telling me never to be concerned about what's going on? No, that's not what I'm telling you. Concern and worry are two different things. Um, and listen, I'm preaching to the choir here because I catch myself worrying all the time and have to just kind of pull back and, and talk to myself. But the difference between concern and worry is concern you own. Worry owns you. Can't you feel that difference right now as I said that? Concern you own, but worry owns you. Have you ever been so worried that you just feel like you cannot think of anything else. You can't do anything. You're just, I mean, you're just, like I said, paralyzed, just paralyzed. But concern is actually something that you can talk to God about and talk to other people about. You're not fretting. You're not overwhelmed. You're not paralyzed. You're concerned. It's a concern of yours. But worry, on the other hand, is overwhelming. 
Worry shuts me down. Worry stops my thinking, stops my progress, just kind of stops me in my tracks. Okay, so I told you I was going to give you three tips or tricks, or I don't even know what the word would be, but three ways, instead of worrying, we can go to. And I like to kind of help me to remember things by kind of putting it together like this. Um, It probably won't be every time, but this did kind of line up that I could say the three W's to do instead of the big W, worry. So the three W's that you can do, is that kind of cliche? Does that, does that make sense? Okay. Anyways, so first thing that I want to do when I find myself getting into worry is I want to go to the Word. Okay? What does the Word say? You know, the Word is like, I don't want to say magical because it's not like New Age here, but it's it's got power. It's got power to change my mindset, change my circumstances. It's got power to change my um, my feelings my emotions it's got that power that is living you know is it's alive the word is alive still that is exciting I was thinking that when I worry about something it means I don't have faith in something you know what I mean so how do I get more faith I have to get to know that something more so when I'm in the word I get to know God more it's kind of like okay so if I have a dog and you have a dog, then I'm going to have more faith that my dog's not going to bite me than I'm going to have that your dog's not going to bite me, unless I get to know your dog, you know? So being in the Word just helps us to get to know God more. When you grow in God, you grow in your faith. You know what I mean? When I go to the Word, I can find verses like, where Jesus said in Matthew eleven twenty eight, he said, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. That's completely the opposite of worry, isn't it? <laughs> rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest, there's that word again, for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Well, worry is not easy or light, but Jesus is. Or I could go to Isaiah Isaiah 41.10, Fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Now listen, I put sticky notes around of verses on worry, and you can find these verses by going to Google and typing in verses on worry or going to the back of your Bible. But the more we get to know God's character, the less fear we'll have because we know Him and we trust Him. And that's what being in the Word does. It has that power to change our heart from that fear to faith. The most powerful thing we can do is to remember who God is, to remember what He's done for His people, to remember what He's done for us to get to know Him better. And we do that by going to the Word. So that's the first tip. Go to the Word. Go to the Word. Write it on sticky notes. Record yourself voice messages in your phone, but get some word in you. Get some word in you. That sounds like a song, don't it? Okay, second tip is go to war. When you start to worry, worry, go to war. Okay, how do we go to war? Well, when you think about soldiers going into battle, 
what do they go in there with? They go in there with their armor. They go in with their, I about said devices, but I think that means phone and stuff. They go in with their, um, I don't even know the word, you know, weapons. They're ready for battle. Well, how are you going to war? I know one time I was worrying about something so bad. I was fretting and I was thinking of all kind of ways I could figure this thing out. And, and God reminded me, you are going to war with the wrong ammunition. And what he kind of showed me in like a vision was a firefighter, if he ran up to a fire with a machine gun, what in the world would that help? If he ran up there with a, a pistol or a rifle or whatever. If he ran up there with a knife or a machete, it's not going to do nothing. He don't have the right weapon. He needs a water hose. And when we are getting into worry and doubt and fear and all that good stuff, if we don't have the right weapon, then I mean, it's like we're running to a fire with a knife. It ain't going to do nothing at all. So what are our weapons? Well, our weapons are prayer. But there's actually armor that God instructs us to put on. In Ephesians six ten through 18, it says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. What is worry? The devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against spiritual forces of the evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after all you have done, everything to stand. What does worry make us do? Worry makes us rush and run, and I feel like I'm just like, can't catch my breath. But this is instructing us to stand, stand still, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to this, take up the shield of faith in which you can extinguish all the fiery arrows of the evil one, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the spirit on all occasions and all kind of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for the Lord's people. Okay, so what is our weapon of war? Well, it's the armor of battle. It's prayer. Um, it's walking in peace. That's what the shoes give you. I have this written on my mirror in my bathroom. What each weapon or what each offensive weapon stands for and what it means. And so... Your shoes of peace is the peace of the gospel, the peace of Jesus, your peace, the peace of knowing he's taking care of you. Put them shoes on every single day. The belt of truth. What truth? Well, the truth. Jesus. Jesus is the truth. Put that around your waist. I imagine myself putting this stuff on in the mornings. The breastplate of righteousness. What does that mean? Well, the breastplate of righteousness to me is that I cannot come in my own righteousness, but I'm putting on Jesus's righteousness. And it makes me, it guards my heart. Okay, it's not me that is, that's done right. It's Jesus that done right. So I'm putting that on. I'm putting that breastplate of righteousness on. The shield of faith. Oh, I love the shield of faith. Like, we're going to have to have a whole podcast on that. Because one day I was watching this movie. I think it was that Last of Mohicans or something like that. I don't know. But they all had shields up. And they, they made like a wall when they made that wall, they pushed through the enemy. Now, without that shield, they couldn't have just walked in the, the enemy's presence. They would have got slaughtered. But the shield allowed them to push through. 
when you put on that shield of faith, you are pushing through that worry. You're pushing through that fear. It, it, it can't stand against you. It can't hit you. The shield of faith is over you. Also, the helmet of salvation, knowing where you're going, like that peace of knowing, okay, no matter what, Jesus has got me, no matter what. And the sword of the Spirit, which we talked about, is the Word of God. When you're going to run into battle, when you're going to war with worry, you need the right armor. We need the right armor. I don't mean you like you. We need the right armor. And it's, you can find that in the Word again, in in Ephesians 6. Make sure that you're going to war with what He tells us to. He tells us to just stand and watch the salvation of the Lord not to live in fear, not to live in worry. Put on the armor. One of my favorite songs is This Is How I Fight My Battles. And actually, we're going to talk about that a little bit in the next little tip. But how do we fight our battles? By resting and praising, by prayer and by peace, by loving others, helping others. I mean, that all is spiritual warfare. That's all. You know, it's so obvious of the world's war, you know, the, war, the world tells you, take revenge or give this person back. No, spiritual warfare is standing peaceful, praising God, getting in the Word, loving others, walking in love. When we, most of all, we don't feel like it, but walking in love always. Okay, so we've talked about going to the Word, going to war, and now... We're also going to go into worship. And a lot of people think that when people say worship, they think singing. But that's that's not only. That is a form of worship. That is. I looked up what the definition of worship was. And the worship, the definition of worship is the feeling or expression of reverence and adoration. So people worship a lot of things. I mean, we can worship anything. We can worship relationships. We can worship... Um, social media we can worship fear we can worship anything but to worship God is to hold him in reverence and adoration worship's not just singing it's how we live our life really singing is a part of it you know speaking um speaking his word back to him is a form of worship just telling him how good he is he's so good that's a form of worship whenever you start to worry Go into worship. Turn on some songs. Turn on songs that remind you of who God is. John four twenty four says, God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. Worship is just, it's just being truthful with God about who he is, really. You know, like, it's not a... It's not a show. It's not an act. It's not let me go in front of people and raise my hands so they'll see that I'm worshiping. I worship I worship God every day in my bathroom by myself. I worship him in my car. Just worship is does not have to be in a church on a Sunday morning, you know? Psalms ninety five six says, Oh come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. I often get in my closet in my corner and kneel on my knees. I just feel like it's a it's an act of respect and honor. And I'm bowing down. I'm making myself be lower than God. I mean, we know we are, but sometimes I think we forget it. I know we forget it when we think we can figure out everything on our own, when we think we don't need Him or we think we can handle it by ourselves. I know we're, re- we're not 
remembering that we should bow. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? We should worship him for who he is, for what he's done, for what he's created, for what he's given us. We worship with thanksgiving and with with just praise for him. Turn on some YouTube songs. Get your praise music out. I mean, there's no, I mean, like, even if you don't have certain music, which, you know what? I used to have so many CDs, and my new car did not even come with a CD player. Can you believe that? I mean, it's ridiculous. I guess because you can get music on everything and everywhere now or whatever you need through your phone. But still, I thought that was crazy. Anyways, sorry, I got off track. Just worshiping. So when you're in worry, let's go over. When you're in worry, we're going to go to the Word. We're going to go to war, and we're going to go into worship. That helps us to refocus our mind on who really is in control. Who is in control? I'm not. You're not. But our Father is. And worry is kind of taking it out of his hands and saying, i got to figure this out. God can't figure it out. No, that's wrong. We know he's got it under control. We know he can handle it. We know he's God. And he is worthy to be praised because he's so, so good. He's so good. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how. I, I, I just don't know how to live without having total dependency on him because I'm just such a mess. I'm such a mess. And, yes, I mess up and go my own way. But thank God all I have to do is just turn back to him. You know, he's just so good. Okay. All right. Thank you guys for joining me. I appreciate it. Listen, you can do me the biggest favor by going and leaving a review on this podcast. Um, let me know what you think. Let me know what you like. Send me a message on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok, wherever you're at. If you don't have any of them, you can email me at Christina at ChristinaSmithMcCulley.com. On the platforms, I am Christina Smith McCulley, so you can find me on there and email me. Just let me know what you thought of it. Um, that would be amazing and if if you want to share this with your friends and family please all you got to do is i think hit the share link button on the podcast thing and it'll send it you could also screenshot the actual podcast and put it on your stories and tag me please tag me because i want to say thank you so much and and know that that you enjoyed it that's such an honor because this is done to give honor to god to give glory to god and to help myself i mean that sounds selfish but to help myself and you grow closer to him don't forget jesus loves you oh wait i did that backwards i love you (laughs) but jesus loves you so much more see you next time